Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Deliberate Zoomer, hosted by myself, Silas Maynard, and my good friend, Michael Simonton. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Who? We are live. So welcome back to another episode of the Deliberate Zoomer, where Silas Maynard and myself, Michael Simonson, will sit down. And currently we are working through Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. So the last episode, we briefly you know, gave an intro to Jordan Peterson, the book, what we're hoping to do with it. And in this episode, we're going to dive into chapter two. Now, chapter two um, in his rules, 12 Rules for Life is to the exact title, sorry, is to treat yourself like someone you're responsible for helping. And I mean, it's very simple and upfront, but before we dive, it makes sense upfront too. But before we dive into it, I want to pass it off to you, Sas, give you, you know, the opportunity, some initial thoughts. Um, where, what's your headspace at for this episode? Yeah, I think that just kind of, at, again, on the surface level, it's, it's a quite straightforward rule. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. And if you think about this, you know, you can probably recall everybody who's listening times when you were responsible for helping somebody, whether it was a sibling or a parent that was in need, or uh, maybe it was just a friend who was going through a really tough time where you're taking care of them. You have this different level of depth to, and, and I guess you could say, um, thoroughness to what you're doing, right? You're very intentional and you you put in all your effort because it's somebody that you care about and it's not yourself, right? We have this tendency to somewhat neglect ourselves. I think that um, in the book, in this title, he, he ends up talking about kind of how people, the percentage of people who don't actually get fulfill their own uh, prescriptions and how they'll treat their animals better than themselves. But the point is, it, it makes me think of uh, this this line from, I forget the name of the movie, but it was uh, about lifeguards. You have to save yourself first. You can't, if you're about to get drowned, you need to save yourself because if you cannot save your, if you cannot be alive, you cannot save the drowning person. So I think that that's kind of like the whole idea is just taking care of yourself the way you take care of other people. Exactly. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, in, in a nutshell, um, on top of that, you know, like you mentioned, think the thing about someone else you're taking care of, or just think about yourself. How many you, myself, Silas, how many of us have given friends, family, acquaintances, like solid, solid advice, like just life-changing stuff that if they were to implement, they would be completely different persons. They'd help themselves out so much. Um, how many of us have had that conversation and then we walk away and we don't do any of those things? And that's exactly what he's saying and getting to and driving to with this chapter is that you need, you know, do as I, that whole, that old montage, do as I say, not as I do. No, it's the opposite. And you do, as you say, uh, your word as a human being should be your bond um, as, as a man, as a woman, as an individual, your word should be your bond. And so, you know, treat yourself like you're responsible for, for, as for some, as if you're responsible for someone you're helping. Um, so, you know, if you have a medication that you're supposed to be taking, you force your dog to take that medication. If it was sick, you do it every day. You wouldn't care if the dog was unhappy or sad or whatever it was. You're like, no, this medication, uh, my dog needs this to treat his heartworms, for instance. Um, it w- doesn't matter how it reacts. You know, that's what needs to be done. Um, but when it comes to yourselves and it comes to ourselves, we cut ourselves so much slack and we're like, eh, I don't really feel like doing it today, even though I know I should. Or, you know what? That person's really probably not the best person to be around, but he's kind of fun. Um, but then 
you you know, you sit down with your friend and you tell them the exact opposite. You're like, yeah, okay, that person's, I know they're fun, but they're a horrible influence. Don't hang out with them. So do that, do that for yourself. And the best way I think you can do this is to, sounds harsh. I think we talked about this a little bit in the previous series, but you got to detach. You got to take a step back and evaluate and then think logically and have the discipline to follow through on the path uh, that you set out for yourself. So whatever that may be, whatever the situation is, um, and to treat yourself as if you were someone else. And I do this with myself all the time. Sometimes if I'm having a hard time saying something to someone, or like if I sit down to, to reply to an email and I'm just blank, I'll be like, okay, wait, if my buddy was over here writing this email up, what would I tell him? And then that's just what I write. And nine out of 10 times, it's way better than something I would have come up with without taking that moment to detach and to think through it logically. Um, I'm currently doing this thing called 75 hard. Um, and part of it is two workouts every single day, uh, 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside. The other one can be inside or outside. And the whole point is it's a, it's a mental toughness program. It's a pain in the ass, but the whole point is you have to be committed to it. And so like, yeah, most days I'm like, don't want to do that second workout. Um, but I know that I have to, cause I've, I've made that commitment to it. But also I know that if it was someone else going through the same thing that I was doing, I would be on them to be like, no, I don't care if you, it doesn't matter if you don't feel like doing it, you, you need to do this because it's what you agreed upon. It's what's best for you. Um, and so, you know, take that, take that level of responsibility, um, of ownership with yourself. And I think um, one thing that I'm recalling from the, from the chapter as we're chatting here is that I believe it was this chapter he discussed the idea of having a foundation, right? And when there's chaos, when when you're constantly trying to fix issues, like if you have constant, um, um, ma- if you're constantly managing crises, like you're never going to get to a point where you feel stable that you can have growth. So I think that being able to learn how to Obviously, it's like the situation, like if you're if you were out in a survival situation, you need to get food to survive now, but you also need to work to get it so it's more sustainable that you can uh, build a trap or whatever to catch a rabbit so that you can survive more sustainably in the future, right? So there's that bit of fixing what you have now, but also knowing what, like, I think that's really good what you said is talking to what would you tell your buddy who was doing this, right? So being a little bit crazy and talking to yourself, I think we all do it. Um, but just giving yourself that advice and then following it because we generally are able to look at any situation objectively and know a, a, a decent path out of it, a decent path out of the chaos. So do that with yourself, not just your friends. And if you're really having a struggle, ask your friend, like if you really can't figure out which way's up, ask your friends. I, we all have some kinds of friends. And, and again, the thing is because of the relationship that we have with not being in our own self, our friends will likely have good advice, even if they're pretty crappy people. Um, so I think that that's, that's important too, is to try to focus on this in order to get your life at a stable ground so that from there you can continue to grow. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and one of the things um, that he mentions also in the book in his, um, it's, it says uh, you have to consider, you have to think that it's like, what might li- my life look like if I were caring for myself po- properly? So, yeah, we're talking about just you know taking care of ourselves, but also you know, to, to bring in also that factor into the, from the book is like, what would your life look like from then? And this, this also can tie in with like, maybe you're a five-year planner. 
Um, but what would your life look like? It allows you to, by taking this mentality to life, by, you know, using it, you're able to really set yourself up for success because you're thinking about what you look like and like, how would I get there? So for instance, if I want to live, you know, a happy, healthy, whatever, all these things, and I want this sort of life in the future, um, how do I get there? How, how am I caring for myself properly today to get to me, to help me, you know, achieve those goals. And so that also ties into here. And probably, you know, if many of you, I probably would, you know, you struggle with that where you're, you know, some days you don't feel like doing it, whatever it may be, but having that, that motivating factor of realizing, you know, that goal you're building towards that can also be beneficial to help you stay consistent and to, to really take care of yourself like you were someone else. Yeah. And one, one thing to consider is that, I mean, we've, and we've talked about this essentially in our previous shows is because we have consciousness, <clears throat> we can set out and we can objectively look at what we've done in the past and then realize the issues, but it comes from that reflection, right? This is something I just did for the new year. My boss had me do was to go through the data from, from my last year, from my performance at work and see, okay, what do I have? And then just looking at that, what should I do differently for this, for this first six months of this year? And it was like, it's so, so self-explanatory. Nobody ever told me how to do this, but you just look through the data and it's so easy to draw the conclusions as to how you should act differently in the future. So in the same way with our daily lives, we can look back and think, okay, what are the struggles I've been dealing with? What are the, what are the things I want to fix? And then from there, you can make a nice plan. Okay, I'm going to do these things, right? And I think <clears throat> at some point in the book, he discusses calendars and creating something and sticking to it because we know it. Or maybe that's just from one of his lectures. But point is, you can look at what you need to do. You can create a calendar saying, okay, if I'm going to improve um, this certain aspect of my life, let's say I want to get in, I want to get in better shape, right? So I'm going to get up at this time. Right, I'm going to go to bed at this time. And then you set those as targets because even though you're not going to be 100% consistent, you're going to have a much higher chance of, of accomplishing those targets. So going through assessing what you've done, what your issues are, and then what is the solution and then putting it on the calendar because we can plan ahead. When we're in the moment, when you're working and things are going wrong at work, you're going to be constantly trying to fix you know all these issues. But if you have it on your calendar that, hey, at 12 o'clock, Every day, I'm going to go for a five-minute walk, and I'm going to take five deep breaths, and then I'm going to eat a healthy lunch and go back to work. Then you're going to stick to it. At least you have a higher chance, higher probability that you're going to stick to it. Absolutely. No, I think that's a very excellent point. Um, yeah. No, and and I'm and as as the rule goes, you know, like you said in the very beginning, it it is pretty self-explanatory. Um, but that doesn't mean it's easy by any means. And you mentioned, you know, we kind of touched on some of these things, but but that's kind of the point here. You know, it's called, we're, we are the, the deliberate Zoomer. And it's called that and we're helping individuals, you know, live their 20s deliberately, helping Zoomers, you know, live their lives deliberately and set themselves up for success. But the fact of the matter is so many of these principles are timeless and they've been, you know, told in so many different ways. So a lot of what you, you have heard or will continue to hear, a lot of these things interlocked and... I think this is just one of those ones that hasn't really, I mean, part of it, it hasn't been this explicit before, um, but it's definitely one of, I'd say one of the harder steps to accomplish and something that will take a lot of hard work and dedication, but the payoff will be 
astronomical. Yeah. And I think maybe just to wrap it up, essentially, like if again, if you're struggling with it, try to see yourself, maybe do a life coach session with yourself. If you don't have a real life coach, just objectively look at it and say like, if I were advising myself on how to live my life healthier, what would I do? Like, what would I tell myself? And this can go all the way back to our episode talking about what's important to you, like writing down what is important to you. Is it health? Is it, is it success in your career? Whatever it is, what would you tell yourself to accomplish those things? So just have that little bit of a a strategy session as my boss would call it. And, and then set out some plans from there because something is better than nothing. And the whole, again, as you mentioned, the whole point of this being deliberate is that we have consciousness. We can choose what we do. We choose every day. We make so many decisions and do the things that really are going to help you get towards your goal. And if you don't know what your goal is, do the things that interest you so you can help find your goal out. So I think that's a pretty good note to close it on. Was there anything else you wanted to mention briefly? Oh, no, I was just briefly, you know, thank you, you all for tuning in. Um, Appreciate you having hit that like, subscribe, comment, share, do all the things. Uh, Obviously, you know, we're nowhere near big enough to yet to 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 ads. Um, But regardless, we would want to. So, you know, if if you're listening to it, if you found it valuable, if it brought some insights and you know someone who could use a message like this, please share it with them. Um, The whole goal is to help people, to empower them to live deliberate their lives deliberately. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in and have a good one.